Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. wearing the same shirt so what i'm working whatever let's get right into it shout out to everybody that's in the chat the keepers in the house natasha aka thundercat uh valerie gene what's happening visualism what's happening what's happening rising morning whatever y'all you know subscribe to so let's get right into part two of john todd Uh, this is where he it goes deep into the witchcraft part so i'm not going to waste any time amber's in the house i see you all right all right all right and uh yeah let's get right into it i'm not gonna waste your time because this is an hour and some change and uh i want to let it breathe so yeah let's let's get right into it i've been a christian for only five years knows a great deal about the word of god and about it from a very practical standpoint. He understands the power and the protection of Christ, the lives of those who trust him. He was telling you about that. We're glad to have Johnny Todd back with us once again. God bless you, Johnny. Just be. Uh, last time I was here, I, I was sitting down there so I didn't see how many people were here in the second service that I was here. Uh, the last time I was here in the second service. is the young lady we prayed for after the service here. Uh, after the service, we prayed for a young lady about some problems. Since then, a few more things have happened around here. Uh, I don't know if the other young lady is here or not. I didn't pay attention when I came in. But uh, as I'm ministering today, I want to point out a very real thing. The witchcraft today argues that the power that they have is extrasensory perception. Many Christians are now believing in witchcraft in the disguise of scientific terms, ESP, clairvoyancy, telekinesis, and parapsychology, so on, because that's acceptable. The scientists say it's so, so that's acceptable. The only problem is, today, and I want to point out through the Word of God, that it was still going on in Jesus' time, and Paul ran across the person of this power. We're going to discuss this in a few minutes in the 16th chapter of Acts. And when Paul was done with this person, he was done with her by casting demons out of her. She no longer had that power. So I have a question for you today. If you're having psych, uh, psychic experiences or your parents had psychic experiences, I really invite you to get a hold of the pastor or his staff after this meeting is over or over the next couple of weeks. I'm feeling very busy here because I'm leaving as soon as the service is over for the East Coast. But talk to him about it because... When I was saved, I still contained all the psychic power that I had for two weeks, and I kept wondering what was going on. And my eyes still had kind of a look uh, at people that have been around witchcraft or been in witchcraft know the look I'm talking about. And my eyes still contained this look, and people in the church were wondering what was going on, although I was trying to live a Christian life very hard. wasn't really involved in sin, but I still had all this psychic phenomenon happening around me. I was still very bothered with the things that I'd come out of and addicted to them. Not drugs, but the psychic part. And finally, the church decided if it was good enough for Paul, it was good enough for them. And uh, they took me off in a room and they prayed for me for about five hours. And they demanded that the spirits that I had allowed in myself through asking them to come in in witchcraft to leave. When I walked out of that room, I no longer had any psychic power whatsoever. So I don't care what Duke University or what the Inquirer or what the charismatic movement or what anybody else says about ESP or any psychic powers. You call the demons out. The psychic power stops. And witches have argued with me for five years over this. They said, didn't you have your psychic power when you were born? Yes, because the word of God says the sins of the parents are visited upon the children. And my parents were witches. And their parents were witches. And on down the line. And the witches that were born into witchcraft had that power. But now that they've gone evangelical, now that they're going out and winning people over who have never been in witchcraft, and their parents were not in witchcraft, they have to teach them how to gain psychic power because they didn't inherit the spirits of their parents. But I want to read some scripture for you. I don't want you to go away mad here. Turn with me, if you will, to Galatians 
chapter 5, I'm sure all Christians are very familiar with the fruit of the Spirit, but we need to know about the fruit of the flesh also. Verse 19, Now the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft. If you have a Schofield or a modern version, it's wrong. In verse 20, it says sorcery. The word in the Greek is for witchcraft. Sorcery and witchcraft are different. Sorcery is the use of drugs. It is not witchcraft. In fact, the base word for it is the same word that pharmacist comes from. And it's the use, occult practice use of drugs to obtain supernatural powers. Witchcraft is different. Witchcraft is demonic worship. And this is witchcraft. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, immolation, wrath, strife, seduction, heresies, envies, murders, it goes on. Witchcraft is a fruit of the flesh, the flesh ruled by the devil. Go with me, if you will, to Deuteronomy 18. If you want to mark these in your Bible, mark them. When you're witnessing to somebody who is involved, particularly, I want to point out something today. And I do apologize for the, the audio. This is pretty old, uh, old recordings and not in the best audio format. And it, it's basically in the church. So as you can imagine, all the open air hiss and sounds that the, the mic is, microphone is picking up. So I do apologize for the audio, but let's get... I'm not so interested in, in hitting on witchcraft as much as I am on hitting practices that for some reason the Christian church today, the liberal churches, sorry to say even some independent Baptists, will come up to me and say, this is all right, it's in the Word of God, it's all right, it's in the Word of God, but it's not all right, we're going to go over it. If you want a list of what the occult is, it's found in Deuteronomy 18, starting with verse 10, and these are abominations unto the Lord. These are things that make the Lord so angry that in the Old Testament he ordered a death sentence of stoning outside the city if you were caught doing these things just once. Not a dozen times, once. Now the reason for this was the Jews did not have what we call deliverance. They did not have the power to call demons out in the name of Jesus. They didn't have this yet. The blood hadn't been paid. So the power was not there to do this. Their answer was to take them outside the city and stone them to death. Because they knew that if you came in contact with a fortune teller, and you let a fortune teller tell your fortune, you obtained the same spirits from her that she had. They also knew that if you went to a medium and sat in a seance, you obtained the same spirits. If you went to an astrologer and had her do your chart, you received the same spirit. I want to give you an example. My foster mother, when she wrote a book, she said that over every chart that she did, astrology chart, she used to work for the LA Times and do the charts, for them. She said over every personal chart that she did, she would light candles and demand that spirits from the underworld enter those charts. So that Very important part, what he breaks down with the charts, even with your natal charts, you're not supposed to let any and everybody not alone, not only do your natal charts, but you're not supposed, not supposed to, have to let people have access to your natal charts because yes, people can um, do things and conjure things uh, again, for or against you with your natal charts. So once again, ahead of his time, let's go. When the person took the charts, they would be under her control. Okay, when she wrote her book, she did the same thing to her book, and she demanded that a demon enter every book that came off the press so that the person reading the book would be addicted to the world of the occult. And all writers on the occult do the same thing. All right? Now, let's read what the definitions of these are. Since we're reading the King James, I will stop and I will tell you. There's many repeats. Some of the words mean the same thing. There shall not be... How many of you have got Schofield? with you. Hey, you're going to be a little confused as we go along here. He changes them quite a bit. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. That's not walking on coals. The old form of human sacrifice in the Old Testament done into Baal was to take your child and throw them into the flames to be burned alive as a sacrifice in the Baal. That's what it's talking about. Sacrifice. And a lot of it goes on. Or that uses divination. I'm, if you are going to be embarrassed about it, you don't have to do it, but if you'd like to be honest, it might help some of the others who aren't going to be honest. How many of you have ever had your fortune told, or even with playing cards as a joke, at a party, or went to a fortune teller, or anything like this? How many of you have had it done? That's divination. Parapsychology calls it clairvoyancy. They like to change it a little. Okay? That's divination. That's fortune telling without the use of familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. Our spirit guides, the witches believe, have, are the spirits of people who have died. We know from the word of God, they're demonic spirits. They're the angels that fell with Lucifer. This is without them. This is using so-called EFT. They're inside them talking. They're giving them the knowledge, and the cards have definitions to add to it. Most people think when a person turns a card over, that card has a definition. Most people will tell you that you use the tarot cards or playing cards, which, by the way, were made to cast spells with and tell fortunes before Hoyle ever came around and invented poker. Okay? In fact, there are some witches who won't use the tarot cards because the playing cards are older and more powerful. 
but they usually get psychic pictures besides the definitions. There's much power to that, and that's why God said, no, you don't need it. You have my word, you don't need this thing. The next one is an observer of kind. Anybody can shout it out real quick, what does it mean? Astrology. How many of you right now believe astrology is all right for a Christian? Raise your hand. How many of us have followed astrology? Now that means when the LA Times comes in, you just can't wait to open it up and look at it, okay? I do see the other sister around. She knows what I mean. She was addicted to it. All right. Is astrology addiction? It's addiction. She was hooked on it just the same as a heroin addict. She had to have a spirit cast out of her before she could stop reading. She was that addicted to it. She went home and burned it all, right? That's when she got free and destroyed this, okay? There's demons involved in this. People argue with me that astrology is all right because the wise men were astrologers. No, they were following a star that had appeared in heaven. They were astronomers, not astrologers. Okay? Astrologers say that the stars destined you. Once you are born, you are going to stay that way. No matter what happens in your life, you can never change. The Word of God says that through the blood of Jesus Christ, you can change. That's why witches find it so hard to believe in the Christian faith because they don't understand it. There's no miracle change in their life. That's why when they meet me, they can't understand it. I've got a picture in my billfold that we found by accident going through some belongings of myself about uh, a year after I became a grand druid. I want to show it to the pastor later. I didn't even recognize myself. That's the difference in myself now and then. They don't understand this miracle change. It changes you physically, it changes you spiritually. But according to astrology, that's impossible. You stop becoming a Scorpio and a Taurus when you become a Christian. I find it very beautiful when somebody walks up to me and says, what sign you are? I said, the sign of the blood of Jesus. That's all you have to say. You're not a set personality. If that's so, then the Word of God is a lie because it says you're supposed to grow in the Word of God and have the fruit of the Spirit, and that's the only sign you should have, is Galatians 5. All right? Or an enchanter, that's a hypnotist. How many of you have been hypnotized? I've heard Christians going around now, Christian ministers, using hypnotists to minister to people. Don't believe it. It was outlawed in the time of God, and if it's called hypnotism now, and it's called enchantment since, it's still the same thing, it's still the money car, and the Word of God says, uh-uh. Okay? Or a witch, I think that's self-explanatory. That's a person who casts spells on other people and controls them with their mind. Parapsychology calls it telekinesis. Whether it's making you do something with their mind or bending a fork for television's sake, it's still the same thing. A charmer, a charmer is a style of a witch. It's a lesser degree. A consulter with familiar spirits. You'll find it on down in the here. A consulter with familiar spirits is a medium. That is somebody who asks the spirits to guide them. How many of you have used the Ouija board? That's a consulter of familiar spirits. How many of you have made the mistake of letting somebody, or you've done it yourself, swing the button over your hand to find out if you're going to have a boy or a girl? They laugh about it, but it goes on. It's so strange those babies always have the worst problems after they're born because they've done that. That's consulting with familiar spirits. That's what happened in the 16th chapter. Okay? Or a wizard. That's a male witch, not warlock, wizard. Or a necromancer. That's somebody who uses familiar spirits to tell the future. Definitely like the Ouija board. Okay? Consult a familiar spirits would be more like a medium. A necromancer would be somebody using the Ouija board to gain knowledge from... Now, I'm not here to debate or refute uh, anything he's saying. I mean, because of necromancy alone, there's tons of examples I've pointed out over the years of actual necromancy in the Bible. But like I said... These are his words, his experiences, his truth. I'm not here to to to, to, to debate or, or or debunk anything. So he's still the OG when it comes to all of this. At the end of the day, let's go. Demonic spirits. Okay. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. That's why he wiped out the land the Jews went in, so that wouldn't touch them, because that's what was going on. And all of the time the Jews dwelt in that land, they were surrounded by people who did this. Now the Christians are surrounded about it. Welcome to the club. Turn with me to the 16th chapter of Acts. If you run across a witch, I settle the whole thing. You run across somebody who's in the occult, whether they're witchcraft or not, and they want to argue with you that it's perfectly all right, that ignorance disagree with it, break open your Bible. Of course, witches don't believe in the Bible, so you won't get very far with them. But for the Christians who want to play games with you, who want to say this is right and that is right, and they were born with a power, they're a little ex they're a little facial, you know, this is the story. See, the same story that the devil used in the garden for Adam and Eve is the story that he's using the world with today that makes the occult grow. I'm going to make you a god. He can't even make himself a god. How's he going to make you a god? Remember what was going to make him a god? Knowledge. And the knowledge of the occult is spreading because people think that with it, they are more special than the person next to them. And that's why they become involved. Okay? 16, reading with me. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination. Divination? Fortune telling. Possessed with the spirit of fortune telling. So for those who like to turn cards and say it's EFT, you read them this. 
Mehas, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. How many have heard of Jane Dixon? What does she call herself? A soothsayer. Where does she say she gets this from? God. That's blasphemy from a soothsaying. Looking into the future and prophesying. Satan's counterfeit of what the prophets of God did. Satan has never originated anything in his life. You can better believe it that if it's in the occult, the Christian church is either doing it today or they were doing it. And God has passed on to a new thing. But God did it once. The devil's not, he is not creating it. He can only counterfeit. Most interesting, I'm glad that Jesus left us one sign that the whole world would know we were his. Because it's the one sign the devil can't imitate. He does not have anything inside him that counterfeit. It's called love. That's why you have to have the death threats in the occult to keep going. Then the same, the same follow Paul and us and Christ, saying these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. I've had hundreds of people come to me and tell me the Ouija board is correct, fortune tellers are all right, because they had just gotten saved, and a year before some medium or the Ouija board or something told them that the Christian way was the right way. Most of the time when I get to talking to them, I found out they never got born again anyway. They just decided to switch over to being a Christian. The devil knows the blood of Jesus shed. He knows it's the right way. I've had mediums get up and interrupt the service and stand there and preach a message about how God was the most powerful God because the devil is not afraid of losing the person. I've had them come up and ask for deliverance and have the demons removed as a challenge because they did not want them removed. They were not going to leave because the people didn't want them out. And the devil was not afraid of having the person stand up and say it. But Paul left this person alone for several days. If you read it, she did this many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, not Mary, not Yahweh, no other name, not Diana or Kernos, Jesus Christ. And it's said by a person who knew him personally, a personal relationship. In the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her, and it came out the same hour. In some translations, it says the same moment. And when her master saw the hope of their gains were gone, they caught Paul and Silas and threw them into the marketplace into the rulers. When it happened, when the demon was gone, their gains were gone because she couldn't tell fortune anymore. She didn't have that special little power that the other people went and paid her to tell about because it was gone. It was of the devil and it was gone. So when people come up to you and say that this person said it on the field on it, you saw, or Mike Douglas had somebody else on it, and so on and so on and so on. All right, I'm just breaking this up for the algorithm. Let's go. There was just a big controversy in the L.A. County area about legalizing fortune telling without a license and witchcraft and everything. The reason being was the great crest, so-called great psyche, had told the L.A. police department that if they would do this, he would come and tell them who the strangler was. Sure, the devil will think on the devil. He doesn't care. So this was the deal. And they even sent a witch out from Head Colvin to sit there and cast a spell over the city council, or county council, whatever it was, as they were voting on this thing. She was waving her wand around and her incense in the air. But at the same time, there were Christians praying outside the building. And I don't know where the witches' minds were. When it was over, they told the newsman, they said, well, why didn't your spell work? And they said, oh, some dumb Christians were outside praying against us. Well, that's saying the Christians are stronger. We know that. I'm surprised they didn't have a revival in witchcraft right then and there. I mean, three Christians was all it was out Praying. They had about eight coven all through the area casting spells on the city council, and all the Christians were doing were pleading the blood of Jesus Christ over the councilmen, whether they were Christians or not. It's about time we stand up and start taking authority over the principalities and powers. Read Ephesians 6, 12. That's what runs the area, and we need to take authority over it and stand up. And when I was here before, I talked on the Illuminati. I talked on the physical kingdom of the devil. But there is a spiritual kingdom, too. And without the spiritual kingdom, that physical kingdom wouldn't function. Now, I'm going to take a few, a few quick moments here. When we come back to questions and answers in the second session, ask anything you want, whether it be on the Illuminati or whatever. Brian got the answer. I won't be able to answer you, but I'll try. There's a book that we have worked. We went down to Chick Publications for two days last week. Spent almost six hours just working the story out and researching in the Word and bringing out documents. It's going to be called The Angel of Light. It's going to be out in about six months. Not going to pull any strength. Last time we had a little debate about Mormonism in here when I was in here the last time. We, Jack had the top experts on the Mormon church come in. They're going to hit the Mormon church. They're going to hit anything that has the devil in his earthly and spiritual kingdom in this book. Now, I want to bring it out because I'm asking you to pray about it. Uh oh Pray for it. They're having a lot of problems with it. They feel that if they do this book, they may never be able to do another book because it doesn't call any strength. The pastor knows a few things that are coming out in it. The other thing I want to bring out real quick is that we have been given the land for the retreat that I mentioned when I was here the last time. There were some buildings standing on this under construction. Somehow, within a two-week period of time, they found out about the construction of this area, and they went and pulled the buildings down to the ground. 
That's how I was in Sacramento. Which come up to me and says, we know you've got the land. Don't try to build it. We need your prayers for this thing. We need this thing built by March, by the time I return from the East Coast. Because going out there, we know there's going to be people saved. We have no place to send them if they're in danger. No place at all that they'll be safe. So we need your prayers. If you have building supplies, if you have finance, if you have anything, see the pastor or see Tom Collins and get this material to them. This Brother Tom's going to go ahead and build it while we're gone. It's there. We need concrete block. We need 2x4s. We need, we need construction people. We need everything. So if you don't know Brother Tom, Pastor, ask me, and he'll put you in touch with him. Okay? How much time do we have, Pastor? Let's take questions and answers. Anybody have a question? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> they know, but uh, there's no use broadcasting it. It's in California, and it's about 55 miles from here. It's in the mountains. Yeah. We receive them in courier pouches, usually carried by the U.S. State Department. Uh, the only time we received orders like that didn't come from the tribunal. <laughs> all right, you heard him say, you mentioned the State Department. So, I mean, we all know that this thing goes to the top, top. But, you know, to hear him say this back, way back when, is it's still, you know, kind of uh, eye-catching. Let's continue. Human Sabbath, where Lucifer would appear. But usually he appears, remember, too many people got the devil spread out all over the place. He is one being. He's not God. He can only be. If Lucifer's standing here this very moment, he's nowhere else in the whole universe. So usually he sets, he's at the Rothschild's house to give them orders, or he appears at what is called the Golden Don Coven. One thing I've got to add to you. It's come up too much. We're bringing it out in the new book. How many of you read C.S. Lewis? How many of you read J.R.R. Tolkien? Burnham. All right, C.S. Lewis, that's, uh, oh, my God, what is it called? The, the Witch, the Robe. And then uh, uh, J.R. Tolkien, you know, that's the Hobbit uh, uh, lore. Yikes, I, I don't I don't remember these him breaking these these artists, uh, these authors down like that. Okay, let's go. I'm going to repeat this. Burn them. No, burn them. Burn them. Lewis was supposed to have been one to the Lord by Tolkien. And Tolkien was supposed to be a Christian. The witches call all those books their Bible. They have to read them before they can be initiated. And it is well known in England and published in witchcraft books that they both belong to Rothschild's private COVID. Tolkien's son is up for vote in three months to become the leader of the Illuminati. They're not Christian books. We have found books that are outside of the screw type letters that are on the gods where Tolkien talks of the gods, Diana and Kurnos and others as being the real god. Well, not Tolkien, Lewis. C.S. Lewis, who's supposed to be a Christian, and those books are sold in Christian stores. Burn them. They're witchcraft books. Any questions yet? <laughs> uh, how many times has that question come up this week? Without TV, the Illuminati would never gain control of the world. There's symbols on the TV sets that are hypnotic symbols. You can talk to anybody that's a hypnotist, and they can tell you why do you think that you can sit there and somebody can scream in your ear half the time and you don't know they're screaming at you. There are things that are burnt into your mind through the TV sets that are subtle, that are symbols and words and action. And we talk with people that know of these things that go on, and they have confirmed this. Besides, two of the major networks in this country are completely Illuminati-owned, lock, stock, and barrel, ABC and CBS. And NBC is 90% Illuminati. And then most of the Christian television I don't watch because they receive large donations from them to tone the programs down. So uh, Jack Chick asked me what I thought about him going on TV on a regular series. I said he'd never get there. Try getting a serious Bible-believing program on TV that preaches hardcore gospel. It'll never happen. If you think Jerry Farwell is hardcore gospel, I have a little piece of news for you. No way. The girl that took my place as Grand Druid, Lavina, is a member of his church, and her parents are on his staff. No way. Yes. To defend me, I never went to court. It never got to court. That's simple. It never got to court. Okay? It just disappeared. I never got arrested. Brenner, Bob Brenner owned Brenner Enterprises with a covering network worth and got one ticket one time on his Cadillac outside his nightclub, and the police officer was looking for work the next day because he should have known that was his car. Yes. You're going to have to repeat that. Okay. I'll settle it this way because I can't completely hear him. I think I understand. Uh, okay. I didn't. I was going to answer a different question. Okay. UFOs. The occult teaches UFOs are angels of light to deceive the world into believing that we will later be invaded from outer space. Uh-oh. Space Force is up and running. Um, now you see more UFO disclosures. Okay, let's go. So that you can have a one-world army looking that way, considering they feel that one of these days they're going to be invaded from outer space, and they really believe they can defeat that invasion coming from outer space. Now, how many of you know what invasion I'm talking about? They do, too. And they really feel they could defeat it. That's the purpose. If you'll notice, all of the so-called landings and soft surfaces are in prime pyramid or cold areas such as the Bermuda Triangle, over the pyramid, over the, the gap in the North Pole, places like this. These are sacred pits openings to the occult. Okay? Any, any other? Yeah. The warlock is Scotch Gaelic, meaning backslider or traitor. The Catholic Church applied it to the first Protestants. 
Okay? It never was applied to witchcraft. The Satanists used it for shock value in this country. Television's added to it. Witches, you see, witch is from the word Wicca, which is the name of their religion, which means wise one. And witch is the female version, and wizard is the male version. Wizard means wise one or teacher, and witch is wise one or leader. That's why the women are the leader, the men are the teacher. Okay? That's the term. Warlock is, uh, in fact, if you go to England, you won't even hear it. And that's where the stronger witchcraft is. It's just more or less used in this country, and the Satanists use it for shock value, because if you, if you go up and you say, I'm a wizard, nobody knows what you're talking about, because if you wish, you go up and say, I'm a warlock, everybody knows, well, oh, he's something great, you know? So that's why they've used it, and that's how it's spread it. But warlock isn't a witch term. It actually was a term applied to the first Protestants in Scotland and Ireland. Any others? Yes. Go ahead. Oh, well, you're talking about, okay, she, she asked me in the cold question. She asked if I know anything about the angel that was supposed to have given the princess in Ireland the Blarney Stone. This is Catholic and witchcraft teachings together. I'm sure it was a demon, okay? The, the princess was supposed to be the daughter of Bridget, which was the mother goddess in Ireland, which the Catholics made a saint. The Catholics, everywhere they went, they always turned the old gods into saints, so they keep the pagan following following them. Okay, a couple more. Real, yes, I can't hear you on the last one. can't hear you on the last one. I don't know a thing about it. I can't answer it. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Yes, I am. I haven't seen it, but people believe there's two different worlds out there checking this world out because we've had violent contacts and we've had non-violent contacts. Well, you see the teachings from the Necromonicon, which, by the way, I read scriptures in the Mormon Bible that are directly out of the Necromonicon. I'll turn this over to him real quick. All right. In the Necromonicon, it teaches, it starts, the first scripture in it is out of Genesis, and that's the witch's Bible, uh, the Necromonicon. It says that the sons of God came down and knew the daughters of Adam, and they were giants. All right? They teach that we were... When the human race first started, great wise ones from another world came here and started a race and intermated, and that's where the witches came from. Well, the Mormons, of course, teach that Adam came down with a wife and started everything. Where did he come from? So it's all still basing on this thing, and now they're believing they're coming back and checking up on it, and soon we'll have a government of world peace because they'll help do it all. Thank you, Johnny. Remember again, Johnny Todd will be back at 11.15. Our church service will be over at promptly 11.05 this morning, so we will give him full time. And uh, the floor will be open for questions and for answers during that session. So we invite you to stay through the preaching service. Uh, just before we uh, dismiss you, we'll give you a break of about five minutes. I'd like to make uh, known these books. This is the book called The Broken Cross. How much? Okay, I believe that's the pastor that brought him there. I don't want to hear him talk. Okay, let's skip around a bit. Third Masons is also in this particular book, along with the uh, ritual and the initiation of the first three degrees of Masons. I'll write this little book by Morgan, who was killed, by the way, for writing this book. The moment this book hit the press, he was kidnapped by Masons and, and drowned in the East. Another book, this is a classic. Uh, this book, by the way, is only $1.50. Uh, this book is, is perhaps a classic. It was taken to the Supreme Court by Masonry, and they tried to pre prevent this book from being published. It's entitled Freemasonry. Interpretation by M.L. Wagner. This book is only $4. Uh, it's been reproduced by Dr. Crane's Clandestine Press. I paid $10 for my copy. It's exactly the same book. Actually, it's a better better edition. And this book you ought to have. There are just a few of these on sale in the back. Another excellent book by one of America's great evangelists of 150 years ago, Charles E. Finney, is entitled Freemasonry. He was what was called a bright mason. He was a Masonic attorney. He was saved by the grace of God by Christ out of Masonry and wrote this book exposing it. It's only $2. Freemason. Okay, so these are books written by former Freemasons. Um... Blah, blah, blah. Okay. By Charles Finney. Another book by a man who was first a Roman Catholic, then a bright mason by the name of uh, uh, Ronani, uh, entitled Maha Bone. <clears throat> any, any masons here in the third degree will recognize that word Maha Bone. It's a secret word that uh, cannot be given above uh, a whisper. And then in the Five Points of Fellowship, this is a very amazing book by a man who was a bright and uh, uh, very informed mason who later was saved by Christ out of masonry. And then he wrote this book exposing both masonry and Romanism. Maha Bone is $3. Another book that gives a political overview of the involvement in the secret societies in world uh, conspiracy, building toward a world empire or world dictatorship, is this called The Christian and the Other Religion? It's only one dollar, a very interesting book. And then there are a few books back there, such as The Naked Capitalist by Scout or Scousen, or Scousen, Scousen, it is. Uh, a book, just a couple of those, they're two dollars each worth having. A book entitled Textbooks on Trial by uh, Norma Gabler, who spoke here back. Okay. You might want some to stand up and say they purposes. But in the back, this whole back seat will be redone in three months. I only have three months. It'll, about the end of April, I guess, or maybe four months. This whole back sheet will be redone. The salvation message here will be put up at the top, and this whole space here will be on the bottom, will be a list of phone numbers and halfway houses and churches throughout the United States that people who have death sentences on their heads that one out of the Illuminati and out of the occult can contact. That's why I'm going east. For five years, we have prayed and we have sought to get in the states in New England and Florida and so on where grand druids live, where the leaders live. 
and we have always been barred mainly by interference through the charismatic churches. Well, now God has opened the door to the independent Baptists that nobody can close. We didn't try to go through the charismatic churches, but the charismatic churches there opposed it in such a, a way that the other churches were afraid to do anything. Now this door is open, and we're going to be studying houses up while we're there. I need, this is the Southern California contact point right here. We need counselors who are willing, and we prefer husband and wife, who are willing and we need where to have an extra bedroom or can make room in their house that can take a girl or a boy in one at a time if this church is reached by phone or health and can watch over these people from two to three days. This is 24 hours a day. Uh oh. Um, we need certain guns. So the guns we need are pump shotgun, 12-gauge pump shotgun, or automatic shotgun, nothing else. Don't, nothing else. If you feel like you'd like to give us something and it's not on the list, save it. We've got to have these precise ones because this is what they use against us. And as a weapon. Okay, yeah, for those that are asking, yes, it is sped up because there's no way we're going to sit there. I'm not going to sit here and listen, go through all this at regular speed. So on the playback, you can go back into the settings and turn, turn it back to normal speed. It is at 1.25 for time constraints because I got things to do. You guys got things to do. I mean, you pretty much still get the gist of it. It's just not listening to it at its regular normal speed because I, it, it will turn into a two-hour show, and we're not here for all that. Expert from the Army, I know what will be best. The next thing we need are 357 Magnum revolvers. That's the main weapon. Not 38. 38s will bounce off a window. They've been known to. 357, 45 automatic are the best. That's what I personally carry. The next thing we need. If you don't have them, Tom Collins knows where you can get them for half price, and, and we need them. Our Colt AR-15, that's the civilian name for the M16 rifle. That's what they hit us with most of the time. Or the Mini-14 is all right, it's not great. We need these weapons very badly. And if you have never been in a firefight, I have stood on a farm in Ohio that was rich. Okay, so he's openly, <laughs> wow. Once again, I, you know, the beauty of being older, now you listen to this stuff back now, it's like, well, you miss, I miss so much. But um, this is where he, you know, he's... Asking for help, if you want to take in some of these people that need help and the type of weapons you're going to need because you're going to, you're going to eventually get into a firefight. Um, yikes. I didn't know it was, I mean, I knew it was bad, but damn, let me listen to this much older. It's like, wow, this is really, really, really uh, pretty deep. And this is, you know, 40 years old, 40 years ago. So Treat and for four solid hours, we never did find out why the police didn't come out. There were over 6,000 rounds expired from both sides trying to kill people. That was one firefight. This is no game, and this is no joke. I spent Monday in the hospital because I wasn't careful at a job that I was having, and somehow, somebody, I got the blood test to prove it, slipped poison in the pop that I was drinking, and I was in critical condition. And I still got the scar from the IV. I went into convulsions and seizures, and uh, a lot of people prayed. And Monday morning, I walked out of that hospital. I looked sick for a few days, but I walked out of that hospital because I got careless. That was a new way they had tried, and I wasn't ready for it. From now on, we're going to watch all ways. So please, this is an unusual request, but if you have them, we need them, okay? And the other thing we need, we need material so the clothes can be made. We need uh, concrete block, we need cement, we need hundreds of two-by-fours, okay? We need barbed wire fencing, we need fence posts, we need electrical wire, you can imagine anything in construction. We need lots of sheetrock. So anything that you can, you feel that you, if you're in a construction field, you have, Nails, you can imagine how many nails we need. We need this stuff, okay? We need farm tools like shovels, picks, and so on. We need everything under the sun. It is a retreat that is a ranch. We need farm animals. If you've got a horse and the Lord might lead you to donate the horse, we need horses more than we need anything else, okay? And that's pretty well it. You can just pray about it and see how the Lord will lead you. If you feel like donating money, bring it to the pasture, okay? The land is there. All we've got to do is get the things built. And I know people around here, like Sean and others, will be glad on weekends to come up and hang sheetrock with the rest of them. <laughs> I won't be here, I'm sorry to say, so I'm trusting others. Johnny, I think what we can one more thing very quickly for our friends and records. For all those people who are not here during the first session, please uh, raise your hands. Or if you are not counted in the first, in the second session class already, if you are not in first session or not counted in the second session class, please raise your hand. If you're a visitor who is here and you're not in the first session, the first session, raise your hand. If you're not counted in your second session, and once you get those, well, I'm sorry. Keep your hands up, Johnny, you talk. <laughs> well, I was going to ask questions, but I don't think I can ask questions with everybody's hands in the air. So I'll, I'll ask very quickly here. We have tried retreat several times. They've always failed because we allowed the supporting churches to have a voice in the retreat itself. 
Now, I love this church, and I'm a member of it, or I wouldn't, I've never joined the church in the five years I've been saved. That's what I think of this church. I think of this pastor. But the retreat, the workers, if you think that you would like to be a worker at the retreat, just remember, <laughs> it's going to be on the hip the whole time you're there. Tom Collins, I told him and his wife, they were out looking at the land with us. And uh, this cold already knows who gave us the land. Tom gave us the land. And uh, I told him and his wife, I said, you know, when you come out here, this is your land. But the moment you come through the gates, you put it on your hip. And so pray for us. Pray while we're eating. We're claiming souls upon souls. I'm going to be talking with the people who train me in witchcraft. I'm going to be going in to the top people that sit on the council, the 13 people that sit on the council. I will be in faith for eight of them live. And I expect them to attend the meeting. Okay? Pray for us. We're going to believe miracles are going to be done. Baltimore is the closest I'm going to get to Jimmy Carter. But uh, you know, for those that haven't heard, Jimmy's great evangelistic center, sister won Larry Flint to the Lord. But she told Larry that he could keep on publishing trust her. He just had to add new men pictures along with the women to balance it out. That was the Christian principle. I wonder what Lord she's serving. Any questions? Yeah. Go ahead. Tell, he's going to repeat it for the tape. The question is, what about Charles Manson? Was he demon possessed? Also about the book and everything. All right, so we're going to break down Charles Manson. All right, let's go. All right. Manson belongs to, uh, I had to belong to many brotherhoods, okay? Manson, the brotherhood that he belonged to is called the process. The only brotherhood I worry about. They are so radical that in order to kill me, they would gladly give their own life up right in a meeting. They will run out of England for human sacrifice. They have the inner and the outer process. The outer process is a good group. They have free coffee houses, free clothing, free creatures to live, and so on. The inner practice, human sacrifice. They teach four God systems. Yahweh as the evil God, Lucifer as the good God, Jesus as one being punished because he spoke against Satan, and Satan as the earthly God. And uh, they wear a cross, big silver cross, with a serpent engraved on the cross, showing that Satan and Christ are one through the cross. They were wrote up. They were a contract. He was paid to do it. Kate was breaking away. Her husband knew about it. Her husband went over to establish an alibi in Europe. The money came down. $50,000 came down from Toronto through New Orleans, and poor Manson only got 2000 of it by the time it went through all the sticky fingers. But that's what the Tate killings were about. The others just happened to be there. She wanted out, and you don't get out unless you come through Christ. And she didn't think about trying out. And her mistake was she warned him in advance. She was arguing with her. She was having a baby, and she didn't want the baby raised up in it, and she wanted out. And if you remember the trial script from the book, that's the one thing she begged. She said, not, you know, she kept repeating over and over, don't kill me, don't kill my baby. Her baby was what she cared about. And that's the information that I have on it. I belong to the New Orleans branch, and he was called a field disciple or an evangelist from the New Orleans branch, the process. They were the people who first tried to kill me. The first incident that ever happened happened from them. They're very, very radical. They're located in, they've got a few scattered uh, undercover groups in L.A., but they've got an open chapter in Frisco. Any other questions? Yeah. Are epileptic demons possessed? I'm glad you asked that. When I was saved, and I've got the veterans' records to prove it, I was an epileptic or wounded numb. I took an EEG this time last year. The brain scan shows I'm still an epileptic. The first thing that the people called out of me, and they did not know I was an epileptic, I was taking the dilant and the phenobarb in secret, they called a demon of epilepsy out of me. I have never had a seizure, an epileptic seizure, since then, except when the VA got a court order about a year and a half ago because they were concerned for me and made me take the medicine and I went into seizure and they gave it up. I've never had a seizure. And nobody that I've ever called a demon of epilepsy out of has ever had a seizure since as long as they stay off the medicine. They're not possessed. I want to add this real quick. Because of the King James Bible, many places in the New Testament, all demonic activity is called possession. If you'll get yourself a Greek lexicon, You'll, and I think Pastor can verify with me, only two cases in the New Testament use the word that applies to possession. The 16th chapter of Acts and Legion. The others apply to activity, demonic activity in their life. All right? Now, give you an incident. We prayed for a girl when I was here last time. Who was the people? You were upstairs with me, weren't you? Who was the other woman upstairs with us? Is she here? She can testify. The girl could not pray for her salvation until we called certain demons out of her. When we were done praying the prayer of salvation, then we called more out of her. But certain ones had to go before she could even pray, but they had not all gone. If that's a little contrary to you, it's because when you give your heart to the Lord, you give your heart to the Lord. The flesh can still be occupied if you gave them permission to come in your life to different things. Epilepsy, there's no argument about it. That's how Jesus delivered it. And all the dynamite and the bar in the world will just feed the demon. I've seen hundreds. I feel for epilepsy because I went through years of epilepsy, and I know the feeling 
the embarrassment of the seizure and everything. And I've never had my brain waves, so I'm still an epileptic. I guess if somebody had cancer and had the Lord did a miraculous thing and they still saw the cancer in the scope, but they weren't dying, I don't know. But I had the brain wave test and the brain scan both show I'm still an epileptic, but I don't have a seizure and I don't take the medicine. I really feel that the injury that was done to me was physical, but the demon causes the convulsion. Okay? That's my own experience as an epileptic. Yes. I can only give you the names of the, the question here. Who are the names of the other people on the Council 13? Okay. I can only give you the ones that were honest, plus the girl who replaced me. There has been much assassination. There is a war going on in the occult right now between the traditionalists and the modernists. It's funny. We just argue between traditionalists and modernists there. But the traditionalists and the modernists there, this is why I keep getting invitations to come back and join. Because I was one of the traditionalist leaders, and they thought that I got out because the traditionalists were losing or something. They didn't start losing until I left. But this is why they want Torkin's son in. He's the leader of the traditionalists. But the leader of the Grand Council, as it stands about a week ago, is Gavin Frost. He's the leader of the modern, the evangelical of the group. All right, I'm breaking up just for the uh, algorithm. Let me address the super chat real quick. Uh, who is this? Thank you for the super chat. Sheba Dog laughing slightly while blushing and covering his mouth with one arm. Shout out to Macbone. Magic must defeat magic TV show Jackie Chan Adventures. I remember that, yes. Uh, let me see. Um, from what I found, and do yeah, I mean they they got him up out of here because when he when he was released from prison, he disappeared. So there it is. There, Sister George in the house. Hey, how you doing? Um, listen, I'm not carry. My brother was on that. He was an epileptic, and he was on um. It was like these yellow little yellow diamond pills for forever. But it eventually kind of grew out of it. And that was ooh, 15, 20 years ago. Um, so I'm not here to de- debut, de- debate, debunk anything this man is saying. You know, like with all people, take what applies to you and disregard the rest. But he's still the OG of this shit at the end of the day. Let's go. I want to say everybody can be a witch. Uh, on it, the girl who took my place is Yvonne Collin or Legina is her name. Now, many names I'll give you are witch names, okay? Because I don't know their real names. That's the law in which they don't choose to tell you. You can't ask. And even the council don't know the other council members' correct names. Jesse Bell, who lives in Florida, is a name Lady Sheba. Civil League, Dr. Raymond Buckland, who used to lead it. Lorca is uh, still on the council. Uh, Louise Huebner from Los Angeles is on the council. Uh, Zora from Chicago is on the council. I think the others that were on it at the time are uh, Mrs. Morgan from New York. Uh, and uh, Lavina from France are still on the count. The others, I think, have either been killed or resigned or what, and others have been placed in their place. Yeah. The traditionalists believe... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting. You clarify the distinction between the traditional and the modernist. The traditionalist witch believes you must be a hereditary witch, okay? That means you must be born into a family just before, a hereditary line. The modernists want everybody, particularly the Christians, most of all, to be witches, okay? Question, can you tell us about UFOs? Now, and my sister's connection, they, there's a story of it, that Jack Schick had told a person three years ago that I had told him. My sister, before my wife came around, used to be leader of the state of Ohio, the high priestess there, of the whole state. And her little pastime was calling up, supposedly filling the sky with UFOs and watching everybody's excitement. And some of the most outstanding sightings were in the early 70s in Ohio. And she used to laugh about it because she'd be standing in a circle out in the field somewhere calling up demons. And that's all they were were angels of light playing games in the sky. Remember, a demon, get a little spooky picture. There are a fallen angel, an unclean spirit. They can assume any form or go into anything except a Christian who walks in the spirit all the time. Know any? You know, or in other words, a Christian who keeps it under the blood and so on. But they can, they can assume forms, including spacemen or solid objects like flying saucers or so on. That's why when they appear on the radar scope and a jet gets up there, they vanish right in front of the palace eyes because they're nothing but a spirit. Tom Rose, do you think the word possession, obsession, and affliction? And then how that relates to Let's trade the words around a little. Possession, obsession, no, possession, oppression, obsession, and depression, okay? Let's use those for the, the affliction, okay? Possession means absolutely total ownership. You've seen one of the few. I've seen four or five cases in my whole life of possession, and the young lady that we prayed for at the end of the service was one of those that was possessed. 
I, that's how many in five years, and I have set in or been part of close to a thousand deliverances. You don't see very many cases of possession. Possession means that person doesn't breathe, eat, talk, say anything that the devil does not allow them to do that's inside of them. Maybe you've seen them if you've tried to get somebody to pray and they've actually wanted to pray the prayer of salvation, but they can't get it out. That's possession. Son of Sam, possession. Uh, John Todd, five years ago, possession. Um, Charles Manson, possession. Let me explain. You know that Legion was possessed. The girl in the 16th chapter was possessed. You know what they did? They wanted help. You know what they did? They went and they challenged God. The most they could do was fall down before him and get the minister's attention. I'd been in meetings where they couldn't ask for deliverance because the, the spirit wouldn't let them. But they could create a commotion by resisting the devil. What they would do is they'd start thinking they wanted free, and the devil would start manifesting, and that would draw the attention of the minister to them. But most of possessed people are possessed, not so much because the demons are possessing them, but they're possessing the demons. I mean, most of the cases I meet that demonic activity do not want to give up the spirit. Remember how much you cost to give up particular spirits in your life. You just did not want to give. You did not want to turn them loose because you liked them. That may seem unusual to you, but it goes on. Think of the man who likes chasing women. He doesn't want to give up the demon of lust because he doesn't want to give up chasing the women. Okay? Now, oppression, possession is impossible for a Christian. Don't let anybody ever tell you that a Christian is possessed. That's an absolute lie of the devil. The next step is oppression. That is where the Christian can come. Oppression, yeah, possession resides in the spirit or the heart of man. Oppression resides in the soul or the mind of man. Obsession resides in the flesh or the body of man. Okay? That would be the best way. Depression is outside. It's tormenting spirits from the outside. Unless it's a demon of depression, and then it's inside. But usually depression can be just you not depending enough upon the Lord so you're allowing the devil to depress you. I'm very funny. I don't allow any in-between. I'm not a fence traveler. It's either God or it's the devil. There isn't any in-between. And that's the Lord's own words. You're either with him or you're against him. Okay? That's the definition of it. We use the devil to help witchcraft and occultism using advertising. <laughs> yeah. The inquirer. <laughs> Uh, I get Pentecostals and charismatic upset because I call Catherine Kuhlman a witch. They want proof. The Inquirer, anybody who an article is done on faith healing and supernatural power in the Inquirer must appear in person before the Council of the Grand Druid. How many know about Kuhlman's article several years ago in the Inquirer? You don't get in there without top approval from the board. All right? That settles it right there. As far as I'm concerned, I don't know how, how you feel. Next, uh, you've got symbols, okay? Without going into a long sermon on symbols, Witches and masons identify their ownership of things to the others by their symbol. How many go Witches must do each eight things to perfect themselves. It's 6,000 years old. Two of them, one is drugs, one is alcohol, and one is immoral sex. That's three right there. All right? Without even going on any further. That's one symbol. There's symbols all over the thing. The holy year to the Illuminati is the birthday, May 1st, 1976. 76. Anybody recognize that on a sign somewhere? Another beautiful one is Montgomery Ward and Mobile are one company. Mobile belongs to a company that owns Standard Oil. Okay, so you know how old this is when he, he's uh, talking about Mon Montgomery Ward's. Montgomery Ward's is uh, pre-Kmart, pre-Venture, um, pre-Walmart, pre-Target. <laughs> This 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 is how you know how old this shit Montgomery Wards I, I believe it had a base in Chicago, like the biggest one was it in like off of Wacker Drive and like the last one closed, I don't know fifteen twenty years ago. Um, so yeah, this is this is give you a reference of how old this is Montgomery Wards. If you've never heard of it, you're not old enough to remember. Your parents will know, but you, you know, this is before some of y'all's uh, age brackets. Exion and all of them. It's one of the, it's probably 40% of the money that comes to the Illuminati comes to that system of company. So naturally those are going to be built up and protected more than others. And what can I tell you? I met a, a PR man recently who told me he is the public relations man for the new Star Wars sequel. He's a homosexual. He told me there's not one star that's a major star in the new movie that has not gone to bed with homosexuals in order to get the part. Now... We, we've all heard this throughout the years that you had to sleep with George and a few other um, execs to get roles in Star Wars. That's nothing new. Um, we've always heard this. We've always heard this. We've always heard this. Let's continue. 
He also said the majority of them are being kicked from the top occult soap opera in the country. Does anybody have an idea of what that soap opera is? Young and Restless. Reason Brad, for those that watch it, is a Christian who cancels through astrology. And one of the new stars is Snapper, the doctor on the show that will be in Star Wars. And the guy told me that instead of 45% of the Star Wars thing being on the Force, 99% will be about the Force. And for the guys who like country and western music to think they're safe because uh, it's not rock, Tom T. Hall has just brought out the best-selling song in a long time. It's called The Force, about good witchcraft battling bad witchcraft. I think it's good enough. So Bob Milton, question is about acupuncture. Yeah, acupuncture is part of a monk system that also developed Kung Fu and other things out of China. Okay, I'll classify it along with Laetrile. There is absolutely no scientific evidence that Laetrile heals, but it heals. When the people, a new study came out, that had been healed by cancer, or cancer through Laetrile, were tested for psychic powers, they all rated in the 75% range, which is excellent. In other words, their faith in the drug, and since God's not using the drug to heal them, their faith in this healing power is healing them. Now, who's healing them? Right, the devil. If you didn't know the devil could heal, I'm sorry, you can't. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Club Fortune, service merchandise used to be called K's merchandise. This is what I'm telling my age. Only my old head, you remember K's merchandise. Then it changed to service. Um, real quick, let me give a shout out to uh, Camp um, Amber on the Cash App. Thank you, hun. So yeah, uh, for those that remember K's merchandise, let's continue. Yeah, he'll just end up giving you something worse along the line. But that is what's healing, and it's leaking through the chiropractic system, especially. A lot of them are using Laetrile, and there's no medical thing to heal you. It's pure psychic energy, and if you were here this morning, you know what psychic energy is. Is there a connection between chiropractor and the coat? Not that I know of, except the Mormons are now really infiltrating the chiropractic system with the herb healing. Hey, is there any occult involvement in the hill trade? <laughs> Within five square mile area of where I live is where they're dumping all the bodies. Louise Huebner lives in the same area. I don't know. I can't get any information. I can't get any information at all, so I don't know. You know, they're holding things back. I doubt it, but I will tell you what is involved. The same spirit that was in the Sun's hand, okay? The same spirit that was in the trash bag killer who said he killed 34 young boys after raping them so he could become the top mass murderer in the world and break the record in Houston. These are demons that are going to come in in the next year. You think this is something. Well, you pick up the newspaper every day and it's a new killer is struck. You're going to have killers all over the place that are trying to break each other's records. Because you've got demons all over the top place trying to break each other's records. Okay? That's the best I can answer. I don't know. Okay, so the serial killer thing, wow, that's creepy because if you if we do our history every dec every twice a decade, you had some pretty nasty serial killers and I remember there was a report and the person had had asked the question, Are these guys trying to outdo one another? Right, because every year it got more grandiose, more brazen, more bodies uh and and all that stuff you know because right now I, I think samuel little is still the tops and then you know w w ets killer and and the night strangler boston strangler uh you know it's just it, it it over the last few decades it has it seems serial killings have gone up uh and not only in profile but in the uh numbers of bodies that they, they claim to kill or try to, 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 to kill. I could be wrong. It's a cult. It may be, but since there's no report of blood loss, I doubt it. Colleen? Reflexology and acupuncture? I have no idea. Jim? You mean the fake energy crisis? I'll, I'll repeat that. I'll, I'll repeat that. He said last time I was here, I mentioned the, the uh, schedule that the Council of Rothschilds had for domination of the world that would be fulfilled within 11 years of 1972, and uh, he asked me if the state, can I add that word, state, energy crisis had anything to do with it. What do you think started it? That's what's going to cause World War III. You've got to get out of the system of thinking this guy over here is a bad guy and this guy over here is a good guy. You can't do that. It's not a football game. You can't pick the Rams over the Vikings. You can't pick America over Russia. You can't pick the dollar over bacon. You can't do it. You've got to look to the guy who's holding the street. His name is Rothschild, okay? Remember now, He's not being called the man of peace right now. But who wrote him letters asking him to go to Israel? Jimmy Carter. Who set the whole thing up? Jimmy Carter. Don't lose sight of it. He's losing popularity. He's never had any popularity with me. They say he's losing popularity with the conservative Christians. That's because the ones who voted for him just because he was a Christian 
have now learned he's not a Christian. I heard a speech. How many heard his press conference in Hungary? You really should buy a short wave set. I mean it. I really recommend it in my meeting. Um, a Baptist over in Hungary got up, that wrote for the Baptist press over there. I don't know what kind of Baptist he was. But he got up and he praised Carter for being a Christian and uplifting the Christian standards in America. I don't know what paper he reads. And when he couldn't get the Catholics off the back in Hungary, he told him, sorry, government and religion don't mix. Why don't you practice it here? No. Uh, he's going to lose popularity. He's going to gain it. But if Carter's the type of man that if he thought that he was going to lose the election, he would take this country by force. And if you don't think a president of the United States can do it, you better do some research. He can, overnight, by picking up the telephone. He can place us in martial law and suspend everything. Okay, so we spoke on martial law. That was a pretty hot topic. The, the last uh, two presidencies, or even the last one, we kept hearing martial law, martial law. It was all over the place. What does martial law look like? Blah, skippy, blah, blah. So, yeah, okay. Do it because uh, it's going to be the time. Oh, okay. All right. I agree with you. Get on our hands and knees right now and start praying. Yeah. They need some prayer, you know. Some, some re- I hate the way Christians pray today. Uh, now I lay me down to sleep type prayer, you know. Uh, five seconds and you've done your duty for the day. I don't know wh- what it is. Uh, I guess it's my habit in the occult. I had to spend hours meditating and reading every day. So why can't I do it for the Lord? You know, I mean, the Christian church is wondering why the witches are walking all over them. Because the witch's prayer life is stronger than the Christian's prayer life. Way back here in the back. Yes. Uh, also, there's a city in China right now that... Uh has a system in place for you to get to the next part of the city. You have to scan the QR code. There's a drone that hovers above the freeway and I'll look for it, but there's a drone that hovers above the freeway. And for you to get to the next part of the freeway, you have to actually scan the QR code that the drone is holding for you to pass through. That is currently in China. As of right now, I will, I have the footage. I just got to look for it. And uh, if I catch it before this ends, then I'll, I'll play it. Yeah. Well, uh, I try to leave it alone because the man who, see, I'm kind of a fault at this. The man who led him to the Lord was bribed out. He denies all this now. Well, one of the checks plus a huge parcel of about 150 acres of land in Delaware, Ohio, I arranged as a bribe for him when I was in control. So I kind of leave it alone. I mentioned it because I didn't want people to get any hope of the Kennedy assassination being solved in Congress, you know. But um, anyway, the, uh, he, he was the Lord in Ybor City, which is a Cuban refugee city within Tampa, by the help of the mayor who had just been converted to Christianity and this minister who is now probably one of the biggest witches within Christianity, bought and paid for, named Leroy Jenkins. But back at this time, he wasn't. Yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, speak louder. I got the thing about Salem. I picked you up. <laughs> <laughs> He's smiling. <laughs> okay, I'll repeat all this. He'd like me to talk about Salem and the Inquisition, and also about the Masons and their contact with the occult. I would love to. I think we'll finish. That, that'll take the rest of the evening. Uh, for one, okay, how many have read history or were taught history on the Salem witchcraft in school? Sorry, I'm going to disappoint you. No witches were killed. Christians were. The witches did the execution. And if you want to spend a few thousand dollars in about a month like my wife and I did, go to the Essex Museum. And Salem, and if you can, trick your way into the library like we did, but you're not supposed to be able to. Okay, so there's a museum in in Salem that actually gives the actual story of the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. And look at the original manuscript. You'll find out that the Collinses and the Putnams and others that were there were involved in the witchcraft, and the main charge, which never comes out in any of our history books, was that the people that were executed were all from another town, were holding Bible studies in their home, teaching born-again experience, and also discussing the book of Revelations, which was outlawed. But that didn't come out in our history book, but that was some of the main charges. The next thing that went on, the Inquisition, was none of the big witches were ever killed. Most of the people that were killed weren't witches. But the witches sure used it against them, just like Salem. Now, they know that in Salem no witches were killed, but they use it against Christians. They also know in the Inquisition that most of the witches did the executions there, but they use it against us. The bad point is that, and I, I want to give this to you in case this is ever thrown at you, they used John Wesley against us. Because before his salvation, he was a paid-for witch hunter in England who was responsible for thousands of people's deaths in England. But that was before his salvation, and they neglect to bring that up because they don't believe in salvation. Now, the good ones, the Masons. <laughs> for four years now, I've been talking to Jack Chick that the Masons were initiated just like witchcraft people. And just 
Yeah, I guess it never really sunk through his head that it was. So I got the blackboard out the other day, and I drew him and told him, word for word, step for step, the initiation into witchcraft at the first level when you join the cult for the first time. Okay? He told what that's what the Masons do. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The power of secrecy, I had Masons deny that there was a knife pointed at them when they were led by the summoner to the challenger at the circle to be initiated. But the knife is there, just as it is in witchcraft. They are blindfolded, they are bound, just like in witchcraft. They are led by the summoner to the challenger to a circle with a star, five points in it. With the altars, they're led through the gate at the same point and exit the circle at the other point, and it's called, and they're being reborn. The only three points that are different is, we receive a new name to sprinkle baptism, a completely new name when we're initiated in the witchcraft. We drop our robes so that we're new, and we walk in the circle, and we're re-robed because we're born again in the circle, that's been changed now because of the modernists, and they stay rolled the whole time, just like the Masons. The other is our wrist is cut, but they're doing away with that in witchcraft now. So the only difference between it now and the Masons is the sprinkle baptism and given a new name. The initiation, word for word, from the time you walk up to the circle to the time you leave, action for action, is the same as that that I took, my wife took, or anybody else took when he first joined witchcraft, is what a Mason does when he joins. Now you tell me that the Masons are Christians. The Masons were formed as a Calvinistic organization going undercover to protect themselves from persecution of witchcraft when witches were being persecuted. And that's how they were formed, and that's their right. Alistair Crowley, which is something you may know about, or you may not, left the Golden Dawn, which is the private coven of the Rothschilds, and formed his own group. He, got, he didn't drop all the Illuminati, but he almost got himself killed because he published two books called The Order of the Golden Dawn. They didn't mind any of it, except he drew the temples of the Rothschilds' personal coven. He drew all the banners on the wall where the order was set up, but the people caught everything. And it just so that is correct. If you read the Order of the Golden Dawn, you would know exactly the images he's talking about. That is correct. What happened, there was a book out on Mormonism at the same time that had Masonism that had the very same picture in of a Mason temple. That's my statement on Masonary. Yes. Almost all of them are finance, double mind control, alpha mind control, a lot of the different leagues, the literary groups that are involved in it. Besides, meditation will lead you, if you go on into particularly yoga, to transcendental meditation or projection, another thing. The problem with the meditation group is they give you half-truths in the beginning, just like in witchcraft, and then as you go deeper and deeper, all of a sudden there's things they, did, they told you they didn't do in the beginning that they're now teaching you, if you stay with it far enough. And I personally believe that one of the best ways to fill yourself up with demons is to go into meditation group. Okay, we're, we're running late. I'm all right, we'll have Johnny Todd back again, the Lord willing. In about three months, we want you to pray for him. On his... Okay, that's the end of part two. That is the end of part two. Um, this, Like I said, all parts... Uh, ah. all parts covered uh we'll go to patreon just to be fair to everybody um real quick i found the footage from china um i don't know the name of the highway but there is a drone that hovers above it and to pass you have to scan the qr code of that the uh the drone is holding for you to pass and let me pull it up real quick and then I'll play it and I'll get up out of here. Okay. This is what's currently going on in China. So if you think the social credit uh, thing is a myth or is a, it's not going to happen here eventually, I mean, as much as I've driven from coast to coast, I'm seeing more and more checkpoints being built. So when I would do my cross-country drives, either from here to Illinois or here to uh, the East Coast, whatever, I've noticed over the few years, there are more and more checkpoints in between the states, um, mainly the southern Midwestern states are being more, they're, they're erecting more and more uh, border checks or patrols or what they call, um, what they call them. Ah, shit. It's not border patrol. It's something else. Safety checks is what they call them, but they're calling them something else now. So this is what's going on in China right now. So for you to pass, you have to scan the QR code and it, 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 I guess, I guess if it goes green, you're able to pass and you see the, the, the QR code on the side of the, on the, of the billboard right here, on the, uh, on the stand. So either you scan it at the drone or you scan it here on the, uh, on the placard. This is crazy.
All right. That's what's coming down the pike. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing what people will put up with. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I, I, I hear people, woo, woo, not us, not us. You, you look what you already put up with already. Look what you're, what, look what you're already putting up with already. So yeah, this ain't a foregone conclusion that, that this could happen here, but I'm, I'm just saying, all right. So with that being said, uh, yes, Homeland security checks. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, this is going to Patreon. And like I said, I'll come back to parts three, four, and five over the next days or so. I have a, a trip to plan again. I'll be back on the road. Oh my God. I'm so tired. Um, so yeah, give me a couple days. I'll be on the road. And when I get back another trip. And then when I get back, <laughs> I'll wrap up the John Todd series. So with that being said, I thank everybody for hanging out. Um, everybody that donated all that, everybody just came to hang out. So, um, with that being said, I'm gonna get up out of here because I, I still gotta go to the gym. Welcome to the Morning Star Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75.